Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Peace and blessings, brothers and sisters. I'm Brother Priest, and this has come out of her, my people. Our origin program podcast for tribes of Aboriginal nations. And I'm here with you again to speak on this topic prophet impersonators. This is a topic that is extensive and is going to require your attention because it's not just speaking on false prophets as it would be expected, but there's a few things that are a little more broad that go into a deeper state of mind and examines our psychological condition. I have a little brain teaser for you. Every now and then, your brother brings out various homework assignments and challenges to those who are listeners and have been listeners and supporters to us over the last five years or so. And I have one for you today. What is your birth name? Now, listen to me carefully. Do you know your birth name? How can you prove what your birth name is? So to understand where I'm going with this, I have to speak slowly so that this can sink in and you can really soak this up. Do you know your birth name and how could you prove your birthday? And if you do know your birth name, which most of us do, or hard-pressed to say all of us do know our birth names, is it debatable? Okay, now listen. What is evidence that your birth name is what you say it is. Let's say, let's use John Doe and Jane Doe. Be you a brother or a sister listening to this, apply it as necessary. So follow me here. You say your name is John Doe. You say that your birth name is John Doe. What is the evidence that your birth name is John Doe? Your parents named you John Doe. You have an identification card or driver's license with a photo that says you're John Doe. You have a birth certificate. You have a job ID for your workplace with a photo that says you're John Doe. You have friends all around you, neighbors that know you as John Doe. You have mail that you receive for various accounts that list your address 
and your phone number, John Doe. You have school teachers, doctors. Some of you even have attorneys that know you as John Doe or Jane Doe, likewise. And everywhere you go, where you are, in your community, you're known as John Doe. You have aunts, uncles, sisters, brothers, grandmother, grandfather, great-grandmother, great-grandfather, cousins, all that can validate that you are John or Jane Doe. So is it debatable that your birth name is John or Jane Doe? Would you debate it? How ridiculous would that be? Now, let's say you are walking down the streets of Detroit. In the middle of the night, in a bad neighborhood, guy comes up to you, puts a gun in your back, and threatens to kill you, stating that you killed one of his partners or one of his homies. And he asks you your name, and you say, John Doe. He says, you're not John Doe. You're Tony Smith. You're the same guy that killed my homie. And you say, no. I swear to you, I'm John Doe. But you happen to be caught in a situation that you just moved from somewhere else to Detroit. You don't really know your way around in Detroit. You're new there, so you don't have any friends. You're new there, so you don't know your way around. You don't know any of the schools. You didn't come up in the school system. You don't have any neighbors that you know. None of your family members, common language family, none of your family members are there, and you moved there, and you lost your wallet, so you have no identification. You lost all articles of identification, such as birth certificate, social security card, No job ID. My question to you is, listen carefully. If this potential assailant has a gun in your back and is telling you that you're Tony Smith, but you know that you're John Doe, 
listen carefully, does the fact that this potential assailant having a gun in your back change your birth name? Does it actually change it? Not would you go along with it just because he has a, a gun in your back and call yourself Tony Smith. Not would you not go along with it just because he has a gun in your back so that you can avoid being Tony Smith. Does it actually change your birth name? Now, I want you to understand. Hold that thought. Remember where you are. And I'm going to go through today's topic, and hopefully what I'm setting up for you in this psychological analysis will be able to be answered and summed up what my point is by the end of this particular lesson. Prophet impersonators. What am I speaking of? Am I speaking of false prophets? Am I speaking of people that are in Christianity who are calling themselves prophets and they are actually false prophets? Well, yeah. But am I speaking of more than that as well? Yes, I am. A prophet impersonator does not have to solely be in the Christian religion. They could likewise be in the Islamic religion. They could be of the Hebrew faith. They could be Buddhist or Hindu, Pan-Africanist. They could be nationalists. They could be the said gods or goddesses or gods or earths. They could be anything and everything that you can possibly speak of. Because not only are they false prophets, but they are impersonating prophets. Do you hear me? They are impersonating prophets. And not just prophets. They are impersonating others. Listen. Have you ever seen a Michael Jackson impersonator? Have you ever seen an Elvis impersonator? These prophet impersonators are those who will look the part, who will dress the part, who will dress up like prophets of old. They will do all they can to talk like the prophets. And many of them will claim to be reincarnated prophets. I'm not talking about a specific religion. But yet, they can never be the original. They are just impersonators. And not only are they impersonators, but they are false prophets on top of that. Do you hear me? America is an impersonator. America is impersonating Kemet. America is impersonating the Triple Crown, is impersonating the Trinity. 
Do you know that the red, white, and blue flag, did you know that the red, white, and blue flag comes from Kemet? The color scheme, the eagle, was a, the eagle that is the symbol of America was originally a phoenix, but an eagle and a phoenix being in close relative family. America is part Rome and part Babylon impersonating ancient Kemet. It has the Washington Monument, which is the obelisk. It has the pyramids on the dollar bill. And it has countless other things that are impersonations of ancient Kemet. Listen, do you know... Let's take Muddy Waters. Have you ever heard a Muddy Waters song? Can you imagine if you turned on the radio today in 2015 and music had not advanced from the early 1900s? Can you imagine that music that was popular had not advanced, but yet the said underground music had advanced, but the popular music stayed the same? See, there are people who enjoy specific types of music, right? Most certainly you who are the listener may be one of those individuals. But there are people who get stuck on a particular style or genre of music, never embracing the advancements in technology, never embracing the advancements in art form. Blues gave birth to what became known as rock and roll slash rhythm and blues because the original rhythm and blues was really rock and roll, but it was rock and roll that Negroes created. The rock and roll that you know of today, rock music and rock and roll, that is not the original sound of that music. The original sound of the music would have come from Lil Richard, Fats Domino. Well, rhythm and blues gave birth to funk, but rhythm and blues slash rock and roll or rock and roll slash rhythm and blues is an innovation and an evolution of blues. And then the evolution and innovation to rhythm and blues became funk, and out of funk became a hybrid music that incorporated all that had come before it called hip-hop. But there are advancements. There are evolutions. There is growth. Yet there are people who are stuck in the past, who are stuck in time, who are stuck in a particular state of mind, a particular life or genre or like, L-I-K-E, of a particular anything and refuse to change and grow. 
Now, if these people are stuck in this while everybody else is moving forward, what does science, technology, and advancement of knowledge provide for them that those who are stuck in the past lack? Or those who are stuck in the past maintain something that those who advance and evolve lose? Well, it could be a little bit of both, obviously. Well, what I want to suggest to you is that profit impersonators can come from any walk of life. And they get stuck in time, but they get stuck in impersonating a time period or impersonating a former personality that once existed. They get stuck in a particular time period of style of clothing, of thinking patterns, of enjoyment and entertainment, never advancing. Listen, it's very convenient for many of them today to come and claim that they are reincarnated ancient prophets. But in reality, they are really just prophet impersonators and false prophets because the real prophets, a prophet was an office in a theocratic government. A prophet is an office in a theocratic government. And is the upper chamber, the prophetic order is the upper chamber of a theocratic government. But these that claim to be reincarnated prophets were not even, are not even in the state of mind consciousness that the original prophets were in. See, they're impersonating prophets, therefore making them false prophets. And they talk the talk. They try to emulate the lifestyle, the clothing, the dress, the speech. But no matter how much they try to copy or how much they try to emulate, they are never the original. And they can't be the original because they're not in the original state of mind that produced the original prophets. You know, there are so many forms of prophet impersonators that these people do not realize what they really are is idolaters. Uh, Now listen, if you see, what's this guy's name? I think it's Valentino who was a Michael Jackson impersonator. When Michael Jackson passed away, does that end Valentino's ability to make money? No. Elvis impersonators, Michael Jackson impersonators are no different than profit impersonators. 
And what happens is this becomes a form of worship. They try to make themselves into the image and the likeness of that or whom which they are impersonating. At any time, you have gone so far as to do such. It can and will become an idol god for you. See, whereas you claim to be a reincarnated prophet, you're not in the original state of mind as the original prophets who were incarnated. They were incarnates where you claim to be reincarnate and you cannot be a reincarnate unless you still have an original mind. The original mind is the mind of a creator, not of the mind of a copier. Listen, listen good, which is why you can have different camps and organizations that claim to be the same reincarnate being. How many people are walking around here talking about the reincarnate Jesus? Or Buddha? Or Moses? A whole lot of them, if you don't know. See, what they've done is They've read a little bit about these people of the past. They took a fancy for these individuals, so much so that they want to be these individuals. So they began to act like what it is they believe that these individuals were, or they gather as much information as they can, and they become impersonators of prophets. There was a rapper, uh, what was his name? I want to say drama. When Tupac passed, I believe it was a guy named Trauma. When Tupac passed, there were a lot of people that were imitating Tupac. Ja Rule and DMX were accused of that. But Drama went the extra mile. Go look him up. Lil Zane, remember him? He was a big Tupac fan. He was accused of copying Tupac. What about this? Do you remember the New Age movement? That there was a woman... Allegedly channeling an ancient god named Ramtha. These are impersonators to the point where they invent new or said new ways to impersonate. These are idolaters. Listen, you know what? Another thing about prophet impersonators, they parakeet what they have learned and say and preach. In my life, 
there's been a number of brothers, younger brothers, who have come to study with your brother and reason with your brother. They get a little bit of information, and they go jump on some other source and try to juice it for everything they can. Or they jump on you as a source and try to juice you for everything that they can. And then they will turn around in a short time and believe that they have surpassed you and that they are more knowledgeable and better than you. Maybe they are. Or maybe they're not. And so, listen, let me tell you one of the things that is really disturbing. One day, a brother comes to me, and he learns a few things about his nationality and his history. So he hadn't spoke to me in a couple of weeks. He goes out. He jumps on YouTube. Now, this can fit a whole lot of different people, so don't anybody think that I'm just talking about you because you all accuse me of me talking about you directly. No, you're just being convicted by the things that I'm saying because I'm generalizing what I'm saying. I'm not talking about any one individual. It just happens that you fit the profile. Now, listen, he jumps on YouTube. Then he comes back to me trying to speak our ancient language. So I said, what does that mean? said to him, what does that mean? So he's like, oh, you don't even know what that means? Well, this means this, 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 and this. Like, oh, okay. So now he's gotten in his mind that this individual who he once respected is now beneath him because of a question. And he gets puffed up with arrogance and puffed up with vanity. And the source that he's learning this stuff from is equaling, equally helping to puff him up. So he comes back to me again, and he asked me about something else. And I said, what is that? Oh, you don't know what that is? This, 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 and this. So then every time he comes back to me, and every time he sees me, he calls himself teaching me based off of me asking questions, Right? You have experienced these people in your life, so when I just fully describe this, you'll see what I'm saying. So now he's convinced himself that he's above me. Not that I was ever above him. No, that's not what I mean. But now he's in the state of mind that he's above me. See, I was taught to share. I was taught that teaching is not really teaching, it's really sharing. It's really helping and assisting someone not dictating to someone, not trying to put someone down and exalt yourself. It's passing along that which was passed to you. Not trying to make yourself into something larger than life or bigger than everybody else around you, and you get puffed up and arrogant. And all this guy was doing was just going on YouTube. And what was even more insane is that I've been in this 25 years, he's been in it two two years and learned it from me originally, and now he thinks that he knows far more than what I've been exposed to in 25 years prior to meeting him, and he had never heard any of this stuff before he met your brother. 
But now, in this short amount of time, he is thoroughly convinced that he is above me. He has more knowledge than me. He has more in, uh, information than me. He has more wisdom than me. All based off of me asking him questions. Well, here's the trick. He hears me speaking on something one day. He hears me teaching on something one day or sharing something with someone else. Now he asks me a question. So I ask him a question in order to determine how I can answer his question so that I can comprehend fully what his question is, and I ask him a question in response to his question. One of my questions that I ask him is, what does such and such mean to you, and are you familiar with something else? Okay, I'm not going to say exactly what it is, because right now I am speaking about someone specifically. So his response helped me to better know where he was at and what I could share. But yet when he asked me questions, excuse me, yet when I asked him questions, first thing out of his mouth is, oh, you don't know about that? Oh, you don't know that? Well, let me teach you. He didn't ask me, did I know? And see the arrogance and the vanity of an impersonator is one who is not in the original state of mind of the original prophets. Therefore, they get puffed up with vain, egotistical rants of so-called knowledge, wisdom, understanding. And then they get puffed up with the illusion that they place over themselves that they are prophets. And they are in a fantasy world, and they are worshiping an image of themselves that they created that is a model of an impersonation of an actual prophet. So to sum it up and make it short, so the brother says, come to me, and I said, when you originally, when I originally asked you about that, you assumed that I did not know what it was I was asking you about. It's not that I did not know, not that I did not know it. It's not that I hadn't been exposed to it. I was asking you a question to see if you actually knew what you were talking about. But when you're not here, brother, to come reason with your people, when you are here to exalt yourself and you're here to get ego praise, you're not really interested in reasoning with your people and communicating with your people and sharing with your people. You just want to be looked at like you're somebody special, like you're somebody that has more knowledge than everybody else. And so for you, the information that you gather, you turn it into a knowledge competition. You lust for information, and you are so delusional that you think that information is knowledge and that information is wisdom. And as I've studied in the past, you are an info junkie. You lust for information. And it begins to twist your mind. You think this is a knowledge competition. And you think those things that you've been exposed to as information is automatically attributed to you as knowledge. You make it a competition. Brother, all the knowledge in the world doesn't make you better than your people. Doesn't make you above your brothers and sisters. But because you are actually an impersonator slash idolater. You do not see that you have fallen into a vain, egotistical, impersonating, personality, idol God-worshipping, fool, state of mind consciousness. 
So you rant and you rave about what you know, and you go around calling yourself teaching, and you have not come to the original state of mind that it takes to walk in the shoes of those prophets. See, there's an ancient teaching technique of asking questions to those who ask questions for the purpose of reasoning. But there's also part of the technique that is for the purpose of exposing idolaters, those who are blind, deaf, and dumb, those who are hooked on info and vain and arrogant and haughty, mean-spirited, self-righteous. In modern-day terms, they call it play a sucker to catch a sucker. But you're not playing the sucker. You're being open and honest. You don't have to play the sucker, but you catch the sucker because they snare their own self with their own words. These people take on the identities of what they hear, and they impersonate them. It can be any walk of life. They start to model the way they walk, the way they comb their hair, the way they dress, after what they believe are ancient prophets or gods or goddesses or whatever. The original prophets were in a creative state of mind. And until you comprehend that, you cannot apply that which the original prophets applied in your life totally, neither can you completely comprehend what it is that they taught. You don't hear me. All you can do at best is parakeet it. See, you all have made this a so-called knowledge competition. And I'm saying so-called knowledge. I don't mean a so-called competition because you've made it a real competition. And because you are in an idolatrous state of mind and you are impersonating prophets and impersonating gods and goddesses and messengers, you have gone as far as to impersonate messiahs, Christ, God Almighty. You are so delusional and psychotic. You are so much of a narcissist that you hate the truth, that you are not the original. You are only an impersonator. Now, as I open with this today, you are John or Jane Doe. You originally were around your parents who gave you that birth name, and you had birth records and identification to prove that. And you had aunts and uncles, cousins, sisters, brothers, teachers, doctors, doctors of law. And you had neighbors and various other friends and cousins and extended family who all knew you by your birth name. You were then brought to a whole new land with somebody with a gun pointed at your back or some type of weapon in your back. And they're calling you a different name and accusing you of all types of heinous crimes that you are claiming that that is not you, that is not your name. And you don't know whether to agree or disagree with that being your name or not, Tony Smith. But you know that if you stick to John Doe, 
and can prove to this individual that you're John Doe, maybe you got a chance to save your life. Them having a gun in your back doesn't change your birth name. And as I originally opened, I said, can you prove that this is your birth name or what is your evidence? And I even gave you the evidence of what you could use. And I said, it would be ridiculous for you to debate that. Well, here's the thing. What if you aren't actually John Doe? What if you don't actually know the original name? What if you forgot the things that you committed that was murderous and you have amnesia and you're in a strange land where you know no one? You have no means of proving it, proving it to John Doe. But this individual, a would-be assailant, recognizes you and knows what you did, even when you no longer remember yourself. Well, where are you in this scenario? Are you sure that you know who you are? Listen, those who debate don't know. And those who know don't debate. You have to be in the original state of mind to comprehend any of this. And there's so much more that you are missing because you are an impersonator. But if you want to be the real deal, you have to walk in the shoes of the originals and if you want to be the real deal, you got to stop being an impersonator. You got to stop being vain, arrogant, haughty, mean spirited, Cliff Clavens, meaning know it alls. You don't see yourself for the embarrassment that you are to your people. And what you think is an enlightening thing to share with your people is you really playing the dozens think about that thank you for listening hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.